This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's OBEHAVE with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I have a wish, and that is for my beloved pets to live as long as I do. But I know that's not realistic. Now, when a cherished dog or cat does pass away, it hurts. We know that. We need tools to grieve and to heal. And so today, I'm very, very honored to help guide us, I've reached out to one of the most compassionate experts on pet loss. Please welcome to the show, the founder of Woofie's Wish, Erica Messer. Welcome, Erica. Hi, Arden. Thank you for that intro. You're going to make me cry. That was so... Thank you. I know we're going to be reaching for the tissues on the show, but it's all for good because we are better humans because of the pets in our lives. And listeners... You're going to discover just all about that after we take this break. So sit, purr. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the O Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today is Erica Messer. She is the founder of Whoopi's Wish. I'm very honored to have you on the show, Erica, and we need to get started. Big question number one, Whoopi? Who is Whoopi? And I know, but you got to tell us. Okay, so uh, many people adopted animals over the pandemic, and I did. I was fortunate to find him because there wasn't a lot. So Wolfgang was actually a barn cat with eye herpes that no one really wanted and needed a lot of health. You know, he had a lot of health issues. So I I live in Munich, Germany, and um, we had gotten here two months before. So we got him in May. So March 2020, we moved here and, and, and things shut down. I said, okay, I need a cat, need a companion. And that's Wolfgang. So he was this very needy kitten that as soon as he healed, 
became a Tasmanian devil inside the body of a cat. And that's Wolfie. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you're in Munich. You got Wolfie, which is good if you're stuck in a, a shut lockdown like COVID. Then what happened? Well, uh, we became best friends and he was my COVID companion, as I'm sure many people can relate to. You know, he and I had just a very special bond. And since he's passed, I've learned about people calling these types of pets their soul animals. And I instantly related. And I thought, well, that's that's an interesting way to put it, but I totally get it. Um, yeah. I really believe that he and I had an understanding. You know, he'd come plopping down the stairs to welcome me home, played fetch. I mean, he was just really special. So he died tragically and suddenly, and I, I felt like I'd lost my mind. And I was really worried about my well-being in general. Am I going to get through this okay? And I didn't know the answer. It was actually really terrifying for that. And then I've got the trauma and the grief. So it wasn't long after that when I learned that many people feel that acute pain and it's quite common, yet we yeah. don't talk about it. We don't acknowledge it and we don't validate it. And so my mom and I decided to team up and do something about that and provide the resources for people that I couldn't find when I needed it and was not prepared for, right? So it, so I had to do a lot of searching. So let's back up but just a second. What happened and how old was Woofie? And do a shout out to your mom and what kind of occupation were you in when this all happened? Yeah. Well, these are great questions. So, you know, we are humans and we do dumb things. And my friend came from the States to visit and just, I think just had jet lag and totally spaced out. She left the bathroom window open, even though we made it clear and make it clear to any visitor, leave the bathroom window shut, do not open it. You know, it's one of those weird things. So he being, being Wolfgang was like, oh, freedom, what's out there? You know, and oh, he fell, no. off the roof, fell off the roof and died on the way to the emergency vet. And it was the worst day of my life, honestly. I'm so I can't even I can't even imagine. I think if something like that happened to pet safety cat Casey, who is my BFF, my best feline friend, I think I don't even know. And I'm a writer. I'm a communicator. I don't think I could express the hurt. I would feel this hollowness. Is is that what you felt? Yeah, it was pretty indescribable. It was intense pain, shock, grief. Then I had the traumatic replay of the events because my brain really couldn't process the nightmare that became reality. And I thought, what happened to my life? My life was so good. Now, is it ruined forever? And who do I talk to about this? I don't know. I don't know any of these answers. And it was frankly terrifying. So I have a past history of addiction that I have to, I mean, I still treat. I have a mental illness that I treat just like, you know, you, you have any disease. So there was a lot at risk for me to not be okay. And right. so compound all of these things together. And it just was too much. And your mom came in. Now, what's your mom's name? And, and My mom's name is Connie. Yeah. We talk every day and have talked every day since the pandemic over FaceTime. And so when I shared with her what had happened, she cried too. She'd never met Wolfgang, but you know, she met him through video. And she pretty much said to me right from the get-go, you know, Erica, you know, you were looking for those affirmation cards, you know, for pet loss. I think you should write a deck. And I Good. basically laughed at her face. It was like, number one, I don't want to. Number two, I don't know how. And number three, 
you know, that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> and I don't, yeah. I love your mom. I'm so glad she pushed you. So, so Go, long, mom. <laughs> I know, she's amazing. So long story short, when I had gotten a professional counselor and they had told me that everything I was experiencing, and I say everything, was normal, the record scratched, everything stopped, and I said, mom, you're right. Let's figure this out because I had been doing some self-care healing tips and, you know, we just wanted to get the conversation started. So the deck that, that I wrote and she approved, she doesn't want to take any credit, but come on. They're just a starting point. They just get you to, to face your grief, to know that you can get through it. And then from that, we built out uh, more resources. Hey, everyone. We're speaking with Erica Messer. She is the founder of Woofie's Wish. And she mentioned these cards. And if you do go to Wolfie's Wish, that's W-O-L-F-I-E-S-W-I-S-H dot com, you can quickly sign up on an email and get downloaded a sampling of the cards. And with your permission, Erica, my favorite is the first one I saw. Can I read that out loud? Please do. It says, I loved my pet with all my heart. The amount of pain I feel is equal to the love I gave. That's, as a writer, short is tight, tight is powerful, and you just said all that needed to say. Your thoughts? Yeah, that gave me permission to hurt real, real bad because I don't know about other people, but I don't like feeling bad, and yeah. I want to stop immediately. Whether, you know, I guess physical <laughs> pain, emotional pain, we don't really want it. And yet, it's, pet grief isn't something you can turn off. There's no button for that. It's just there. And so this thought allowed me to just sit in that space and say, oh, this makes sense. It, I needed yeah. things for my brain to make sense of what was happening. So, you know, these are, I ended up having to just really sit in my grief and figure out my way through it. And that's where a lot of these ideas came from. And then I found out they're not that unique. So writing a love letter, for example, Many people have expressed that that's helpful, and I've seen it in other recommended, you know, treatments. Do we want to call it uh, guides for for pet loss grief? And I went, ah, oh, okay, cool. So that is also available on my website for download. It's a cute paw prints template. You can print out as many copies as you want, and I highly encourage anyone who's experiencing that to write your story, write it all out, 20 pages, 20 pages, two pages, doesn't matter. And then put it away somewhere. Because I think we hold on to our grief as part of holding on to our pet. And if you can get down your story and what you loved and what was special and that bond and put it somewhere safe, it's there. I won't ever forget. I can go read that anytime. Now let me focus on me because my pet does want me to heal and be happy again and love another animal again. That's right. That's right. Hey, we're going to dive into this a little more deeper after we take this break. But everyone, everyone that with a beating heart, everyone here tuning in and watching that see and hear dogs, cats, birds, you name the companion animal, they make us better as human beings. And we're going to dive in on how we can grieve and heal with an expert, Erica Messer of Woofie's Wish. So sit, purr, we'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Molly, here's your dinner. 
Thanks. That's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, everybody. I'm Rachel Ray, and you're listening to OB Hate with Arden Mark on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to OB Hate. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the OB Hate show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. And I know you're probably reaching for the tissues right now, but actually that's okay. Cry tears are okay, right, Erica Messer? Oh my gosh. Cry, I call them cry storms. They came out of nowhere and just overwhelmed overwhelmed me. And when I would experience that, because you know, I don't like feeling pain, I'd hold my breath and just like kind of wrestle with it. But the counselor I saw said, no, no, no let it come it'll pass just like when you're in the ocean and a big wave comes or a swell you go under the wave right you don't fight it and then it passes and i didn't like that at all i wanted her to tell me some other tool but um because <laughs> she also said breathe through it don't hold your breath and okay. so i tried it a couple times with her you know over zoom and i went okay she's right it passed so it gave myself permission to let them come. If I had got, if I need to go to the restroom and excuse myself, great. If I need to pull over in the car, great. I'm here to take care of Erica. I am healing. And whatever that looks like, I don't need anyone's permission or I don't need any excuses. It literally, my therapist told me or my counselor told me to do this. So I'm going to treat it. Crying is great. So what were you doing in Germany prior to what happened to Wolfgang? Yeah. So I'm a musician. I've been a musician my whole life. And um, I took sort of a, a sabbatical from that. And my husband and I moved to Germany for fun. Um, we wanted to, I speak a little German and I wanted to really refine that. And who doesn't want to live in Europe? What city in uh, Germany? We're in Munich. Yeah. Oh, in Munchen. The south, okay. The south of Germany. Yeah. Well, I only, I, when I, I've been to Germany twice and I know you, when you order a beer or a wine, you use your thumb because oh, yeah. it counts one, as one. Three. So my big phrase I've learned is, un glass of Weisswein bitte. Ah, sehr good. So all I need to know is how to order a wine and never tell people where is who and who is where. So Got I kept it. saying who is the bathroom. That didn't work out. So that's a tough language. What's a, how do you say I love my cat in German? Ich liebe meine Kätzchen. Oh, that sounds so sexy. That's, that's awesome. actually I love my kitten. So Katze is cat. Yeah. But so I love it. I love it. All right. So, all right. You're, what type of music are you in? I'm, I do a lot of weddings and corporate events. I'm a harpist, a classically trained harpist. 
that then branched over to doing pop and rock covers because I actually got a response from people, right? Nobody knows what I'm playing when I do my classical repertoire. They don't even care most of the time. So I was like, can I have a little more interaction with you guys? And then I started singing and then I started DJing. So I've carved out a pretty fun niche. That sounds good. All right. Well, it's always good on our show. We always find something unusual about our guest. And I know our focus is on uh, Woofie's wish, but people need to know the whole Erica Messer. And, and so that's why I wanted to ask you that. But what I like, if you all go to her website, woofieswish.com, she has those cards that you can download. She has the template for the letter, but you have a book. I'm looking at this. You got tons of healing, pet loss healing tools. You want to kind of go through some of that? Sure. I hope I can remember them all as well. That's okay. You don't have to remember all, but just give us a, a sampling. <laughs> so there's a book called Tales of Spirit Cats, and it's currently being re-illustrated because all of the illustrations in there are my chicken scratch almost like diary entries. I was on vacation, Arden, about a month after Wolfgang died, and I didn't want to be on vacation. So I found myself sitting in the room drawing every day and imagining Wolfgang with us on this vacation. And it became this huge relief and like, oh, I can literally imagine him with me everywhere. Well, this is kind of fun. How far can I take this? And then it just turned into that book. And I said, all right, what do kids think of this? Let me just go and read to a kindergarten class. And they would stop me and be like, you're so silly. What are you doing? Hey, kids are great. They have no filters and they tell it like it is. Oh, man. And that then I knew I was like, okay, this is good. Let's keep going. And I'd ask them, you know, what can you imagine your spirit animal doing right now? You know, yeah. did you have a dog before? And it opened up a conversation that I didn't know that we needed to have with kids because I don't have kids, but the teachers would laugh and cry and we're all, you know, having this conversation. And I thought, wow, this is so cool. So that's Tales of Spirit Cats. Um, it's currently being written for Tales of Spirit Dogs because everyone said, well, I have a dog and I'd love to show my kids pictures of dogs. Okay, check. Right. Then I'm publishing a companion guide to the cards. That goes into more detail. So the card that you read, you know, I love my pet with all my heart. The amount of pain I heal, feel is equal to the joy I gave. And it's it's basically how can you reflect on that, incorporate that, and allow yourself the space to heal. So it's got some commentary from um, different people in the grief industry and pet industry. And that's coming soon. I don't, I don't want to give a date and then not, not okay. make it. No worries. Uh, We're going to keep following you for okay. sure. There's also a blog and we have a lot of free resources. So some people want to watch videos. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel going and trying to just compile something for everyone because grief isn't one size fits all. Even Good the point. process of grieving is different for everyone. So, you know, I don't pretend to have all the answers. I just want to find all the experts and put them in one place because that's what I couldn't find. I didn't know how to find a pet loss counselor. Honestly, didn't know they existed. Okay. And see, that's that in 2023, that's a sad commentary. Don't you believe? That's a sad commentary. But your site, you know, you have free support groups, you, you have the videos, and I know you have healing music. Oh, yeah. So I'm working on my clinical musician certification, which is something I'd put on hold during COVID. Okay. 
And so I'm re revisiting that so that I can provide music for humans to cope because that was really important for my journey. But also I found so much interesting research that animals benefit from a lot of the similar music that we find calming. And there are already channels and stations and playlists geared towards helping dogs with anxiety. So I'm headed down that path like a bullet train. I <laughs> hope, to, hope to finish that up this year. Yeah. Wow. What else? The grief support. So I had said to my followers on Instagram, when I get 10,000 followers, then we'll offer free grief support. And then a couple months ago, I said, wait a minute why 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 then why not now i know pet loss counselors they're willing to devote their time to having a group you know group session and then it's great because it allows people to see what it's like to work with a counselor and maybe that's something that they want so yeah. that's happened at the end of october i think those are the highlights arden <laughs> am i forgetting well and also i wanted to acknowledge that your work is being recognized so you were at Super Zoo and uh, you you won an award. You want to talk about that? Yeah, that was really just surreal. We had gotten the first draft of the cards published in the US, just kind of a, a small batch and got good feedback from that. So decided to mass produce them. And two months after we mass produced them, someone told me about Super Zoo and I reached out and it was it was happening really soon. I reached out to them in June. And actually we got in the cards in May, this doesn't matter, but there was one space left. Oh, wow. And they said, you know, you can have it. It's in the new exhibitor area. Said, okay, sounds good. Mom, pack your bags, we're going to Vegas. I know it's Vegas. Like we don't like Vegas, but we go. And they had a new product category to, to enter. And I said, well, let's just, let's just do it. Let's just see, we're gonna be there. And we won first runner up for best new product in the gift category. And I oh, got nice. our booth and cried and went, oh my goodness, people like this. It's not just in my imagination. And um, so that gave me the courage and validation I needed to continue down a path that I really knew nothing about. And I just remember those little milestones when I start to have doubts and fears and you know, normal human reactions to things that are obstacles, right? And um, this isn't my training, being no. an entrepreneur, taking a product to market, helping people grieve. It's just like, it's a choiceless choice is what I feel like I could have stayed selfish and suffering. And, you know, that's not that's normal. <laughs> it's okay. But I think because of my mom, yeah, she, she's kind of a saint. You just said something that's probably two words that are the most powerful words I've been hearing on a radio show and I've been hosting since 2007. Choiceless choice. And that's what we feel like, right? When we lose a pet. Mm, exactly. And I have to give Natalie Himmelreich credit for that because I was on her podcast and she kept using that phrase and I went, that's a good one. I think yeah, that is a good one. Those are t-shirts. Yeah, exactly. Or tattoos if you really want to go that way. Um, don't don't go that way. So you are now a member of the International Association for Animal Hospice and Palliative Care. I didn't even know that organization existed. I'm glad it exists. Talk about that. Well, I'll be going to the first conference uh, this summer, and it's run by a beautiful woman inside and out, Colleen Ellis. And she is bringing together people from all over the world, obviously, and offering uh, 
continuing education credits, there's going to be workshops, and Wolfie's Wish is a sponsor so that we can provide the tools for the professionals to help their clients and customers. Because I need people to know that your veterinarian is not your therapist. Good point. Good point. And some veterinarians are more adept at this. I know there's a couple of veterinarians that have a pet loss business. I mean, that's what they do in hospice. They specialize in it, but the average veterinarian is juggling a lot of things. Right, right. And they they have to, you know, sometimes do a euthanasia and then go welcome a kitten. There were many hats. And there are some that have branched out to specialize, like you said, in in-home euthanasia. And um, they do have some training and are, are more empathetic and have the time to take with you and, and help you through this process. But I'm excited to learn more about this organization and participate more in it. And I'm also going to be going to the International Conference for Animal Crematory and just kind of getting my fingers out into all yeah. areas. Who's responsive? Who's interested in learning about how we can help bridge this gap? It is a gap. And so before we let you go, there's some things you could help us with. You know, when somebody's friend loses a beloved dog, cat, bird, whatever companion animal, sometimes people trip and say the wrong things and they don't mean to say the wrong things. Is there anything you could help us with? Just some what maybe how to say something to someone who just lost a beautiful sentient being? Thank you. That is a great question and very important. Yes. I think the best thing we can do to support people, whether they're close to us or acquaintance, is how can I help you? What would you like from for me to do? What would supporting you look like? Because I don't know what to say. And to just be honest and say, I'm really uncomfortable. I don't really know what you need. Can you tell me? Can I call and check in on you and see if there's anything I can do for you? You know, flowers are a great gesture. I don't think there's ever a wrong time to give someone flowers. But I think showing up, um, especially in the workplace, for, for pet loss to be a valid form of grief and acknowledged, and that people need bereavement time, just like they would for a human. It's a big change, but I want to see it happen. And I know um, we, you and I, and all those listening, we have this relatability of losing a pet that meant everything to us and we don't think we can go on and i don't know if there's anything you can say that would help people i'll just dive in here i teach pet first aid i'm a master instructor and i have done cpr and saved the lives of two out of four dogs that i have done cpr on the one i didn't make it was my own dog bujo a 90 pound bernie's mountain dog mix by the fourth set, I knew she her heart had stopped because her tongue was blue, lack of oxygen. And I had a veterinarian who told me I was out of the out of the world. I know with you and Woofy. She told me this, and you tell me how this feels. In a really scary situation, she says you need to do the best you can in the situation you're in with the skills you have. So I did the best I could with Bujo. I honor her every day. But the same thing with you, with when we lose a pet who dies, what's your thoughts about what she said? Well, that's interesting because that's actually one of the cards is I felt tremendously guilty. I could have, should have, would have, you know, I can't blame my friend. She's human, but I could have, I internalized her mistake. Right. And ultimately I said, this isn't serving me or helping me. It's not going to bring him back. 
it's making me feel worse. Can I be willing to forgive myself and let go of feeling guilty? Can I try that? You know, and and I, I came to the conclusion, and I've heard this before, I did the best I could with what I had. I made great choices. I got the Uber right away. We transferred him into his crate. We were out there on the street. We we're go, go, go. We had the address, you know, and I was singing to him probably more uh -huh. from I was doing Reiki on the crate and just trying to soothe him, you know, and myself. So I did a beautiful job and I, there's only so much we can control, right? There's actually a lot we can control. Well, that's why I wanted to ask you about that, because I think what you're doing is beautiful. I think we need more Erica Messers in the world because this world would be a more beautiful place. And any last tip or message you want to give our listeners, we definitely want to have everybody go to woofieswish.com. Last comment from you for now. I think the last comment is for people, I would love to be in touch with anyone that's listening that maybe has some more ideas on how we can expand the website. If anyone wants to reach out to me personally, I try to answer every email myself and just want to know, you know, what your experience was and if you relate to this and how we can make Wolfie's Wish even better. I love it. I love it. Hey, everybody. That's it for our show today. I am honored to have as a guest, Erica Messer, the founder of Wolfie's Wish. You're all going to check that out. I also want to do a shout out to my producer, Mark Winter. He is the surgeon of sound. He is awesome. And he and I are been radio husband and wife. We're not married to one another since 2007. We are the longest running pet podcast on the planet. Oh, behave. Do we sometimes talk like cats and dogs? Yeah, but we get along and we always want to give the best to all of you. So please check out all the shows on Pet Life Radio. And would you follow me on YouTube? It's fun. I have over 600 videos. Go to Ardenmore, easy, free, do that. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave. Coast to coast and around the world, it's all behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.